welcome to Australian Women Preach, a podcast that aims to raise women's voices in preaching the gospel. Our intention is to model the church we want to be, inclusive, diverse and welcoming. Brought to you by WATAC, Women and the Australian Church and The Grail in Australia. Marie Reiner is passionate about the contemplative dimension of life. She runs a small retreat centre next to her family home in Adelaide's western suburbs, where mainly women come together to share their life experience, personal stories and much more. She believes it's critical in our times for women to truly discover who we are in the company of other women and to raise our voices accordingly. Greetings everyone. Today I am reflecting on Luke's Gospel, chapter 5, verses 1 to 11. Its heading in the Bible is, Jesus calls the first disciples. I'd like to begin this reflection with a silly but poignant Sufi story Thomas Keating tells at the beginning of his little book, The Human Condition, which will help set the scene for us. So the story goes, a Sufi master has lost the key to his house and was looking for it in the grass outside. He got down on his hands and knees and started running his fingers through every blade of grass. Along came eight or ten of his disciples and they said, Master, what are you doing? And he said, I've lost the key to my house. And they said, well, can we help you find it? He said, I'd be delighted. So they all got down on their hands and knees and started running their fingers through the grass. As the sun grew hotter, one of the more intelligent disciples said, Master, have you any idea where you might have lost the key? And the master replied, of course, I lost it in the house. To which they all exclaimed, then why are we looking for it out here? And he said, isn't it obvious? There is more light here. So we might ask ourselves, as we listen to that story, who we are in it. Are we the followers who question nothing and just blindly go along with everything? Are we the questioning one? Are we the master looking in the wrong place? Too often we follow like sheep without questioning anything. Too often we just accept the absurdness of what life and tradition sometimes presents to us. Too often we just do not listen. In this snippet I'm about to read from within our gospel today, Simon listens and in turn teaches us what a listening heart looks like. And it reads, After a long night out fishing and catching nothing, Jesus says to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Here Simon is surely thinking, you've got to be kidding me, when we've fished all night and caught nothing. But Simon answered by naming the reality of the situation for him first when he says, Master, we've worked all night long but have caught nothing. Simon is surely confused by this directive. But then within this sacred space between listening, discernment and choice, Simon goes on to say, Yet, if you say so, I will let down the nets. 
this is what discipleship looks like. It is a listening heart and that's it. Discipleship does not have gender attached to it. It's a condition of the heart, a heart that is listening and discerning and responding. In this listening, we let go of our own control and our own agendas. True discipleship is all about love's agenda and a deep longing for wholeness. The patriarchal worldview has throughout history placed a gender privilege upon this call to discipleship or apostleship, whatever you want to call it. Hence, in the Catholic Church, we have a male-only priesthood and governance where women are rigidly excluded and outcast by male dominance. The roots of these choices are grounded firmly in an attitude of the superiority of men over women. One is made less, so the other becomes more. The vision of wholeness does not exist in this model of discipleship and church. The institutional church has lost the key to its heart. And instead of going back into its heart and listening and searching there, it keeps searching for the key within its own patriarchal divisions where it can never be found, just like the Sufi master. A listening heart is always focused on the wildest possibilities of love's unfolding mystery and dream. And a listening heart knows that it does not know. Therefore, it is open always to greater possibilities. A listening heart will make sacred space for love's voice to be heard, just as Simon did. And here, Simon represents all of us, not just the male of the species. It is within this extraordinary space and letting go of our own and often ignorant and arrogant agendas where love thrives and grace abides. If we do not make genuine space in our daily lives, how can we possibly listen? I was half listening to an author being interviewed on Radio National recently and my ears pricked up when I heard him say that it wasn't until he consciously made space in his daily life to reflect upon his life and the life around him that his craft of writing came back to life within him. It was the sacred space that reawakened his gift. It is within the space and silence we consciously give ourselves that awakens our gifts and opens us more fully to the spirit alive within us. There are three clear steps our gospel outlines for us today with regard this listening heart. One is to listen. Two, to then discern within the sacred space. And three, from this place of discernment, make a conscious choice or decision. How different would Simon's spiritual journey have been had he just said an outright no and responded from his own agenda, oh, just leave me alone, I'm too tired. How different might our spiritual journey be if we got used to the idea of discerning before responding? In 2014, I felt a deep pull to embark upon a long, silent retreat. I asked a dear priest friend if he would walk with me through 30 days of silence. 
He was happy to do that, but he added that he did not use the standard Ignatian method for such retreats, but took each day as an invitation to listen to the spirit without all the usual supports or props. There was a real nakedness about it all for me. I took nothing with me for those 30 days except a Bible, paper, pens and stayed in a small cabin by the sea on Mornington Peninsula. I relied totally on the beautiful environment and rhythms of life around me, cooked simply, walked long walks, listened, dreamed vivid dreams and consciously made space for silence. Not once was I offered any readings or prayers. We both got out of the way and allowed the spirit to surprise us and unfold before our very eyes and hearts. And it certainly did surprise and deeply moved both of us. It was like walking into an unknown emptiness. But what I discovered there was an emptiness that in fact was full. Much like Simon and his experience when he listened. Too often we want to control everything around us, even our times of retreat. The patriarchal church has forever controlled us and told us what we can and can't do, what we should believe and how we should behave, how we should pray and what we should pray. There are increasing frustrations consuming our hearts at this time. Leadership is largely dismal and gutless and not listening in both the religious and secular worlds. Women's discipleship is unjustly and cowardly dismissed and many feel betrayed and frustrated and are learning to listen to their hearts and now find themselves searching for the key outside of a gender-based religiosity. If we do not make this sacred space a priority in our daily lives, then the lives we choose to live will eventually betray us and life will carry a certain emptiness that is unavoidable because we insist upon searching for the key in places where it cannot possibly be found. Our world needs voices of change, voices of challenge, voices of love, hope and inclusion. Voices that are not afraid to walk into their fears and speak truth to lies and deception. Voices that hunger for wholeness. Voices that listen to their hearts. These are the disciples among us. These are the true priests and leaders in our presence. When we discover this truth about ourselves and each other, freedom will embrace us. We will know who we are. We will know ourselves as disciples. We will discover that the rigidity and narrowness of a patriarchal church no longer holds power over us. So I repeat again, discipleship has no gender. It is a condition present in every human heart. It has no specific religion and its only agenda is to listen and awaken love in our fractured world. When a patriarchal worldview or church says to any one of us, you cannot, or you will not, or you are not, a true disciple with a listening heart, regardless of gender, will say in response, I already am. 
When we can respond from this sacred space, our world will dramatically change because we have finally found that lost key. You have been listening to Australian Women Preach, brought to you by WATAC, Women and the Australian Church, and The Grail in Australia. You can find out more about WATAC at watac, W-A-T-A-C, and The Grail at grailaustralia.org.au. The music in this podcast is from the song Truth, from the album Into Silence, by songwriter, musician, theologian and teacher Danielle Ann Lynch. You can hear the full version on Spotify. Spotify.